Welcome to episode 12 of You're Missing the Point. I'm Jake Loft. I've got my recurring guest with me again, Thomas Bradbury. I cannot yo, yo. get rid of him. He calls me every day. He's like, when are we doing another one? Let me give it on. Let me get on the show. Get on the show, Jake. Ready to, Don't ready forget to about go. Me. Don't forget about me. Thomas. Thomas the Train. No, Tank keep... engine sometimes. No one knows. Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, we... Uh, there's no way I could forget about Thomas. We live in the same house. Um, but this is just the two of us this week. Uh, last week we had my man Bryn Dowdy on. You can catch him on Twitter at Erotic Deodorant. Uh, really good time. <laughs> I think we'll bring back another guest uh, pretty soon. Possibly Bryn. But uh, actually, actually, next episode we'll bring back another guest that we, uh, we're used to seeing. Thomas, because he's a recurring guest. Ah. Uh, but here we are, episode 12. Where did the time go, really? Uh, we've been... Locked in our houses for a while, doing nothing about, but producing. About two months. Content, close two months? To that. Are we on two months now? Not, I, not yet, but we're pretty close. I don't have a calendar. Like a month and a half. You know, I, I, I'll let me call Brett Kavanaugh. He's, he's, he's got a calendar. He could tell us. And every week that I think we're like getting closer to the day that this is finally over, then something like the flyover happens, like what happened this weekend. And I see pictures of the National Mall with just thousands of people completely next to each other and I'm, i just think to myself we are never leaving the house again <laughs> <laughs> washington dc is tough i don't know if you guys are are, are up if you've seen the news but they're they've been doing um blue angels flyovers across the country different places to celebrate the first responders um but I, really it's but, just gonna send more people to the first responders yeah it's, it's a really nice show of patriotism and every i like a good i like a good display like that i saw i saw him on the fourth of july last year it was really good stuff uh you know, i don't I saw, know if we can trust people to watch it from their houses like we did i and saw it, a really good tweet it was like oh this flyover is what happens when you lead the lead all the countries in military spending, but don't have socialized health care. <laughs> well, yeah, indeed, I saw that too. I was, uh, I, you know, remember whenever uh, Big Don was talking about that military parade? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that yeah. I saw awesome. that last Fourth of July. I was drinking a beer. Oh, I was, that, I was that, wearing a romper. That was uh, a not, bro romper. That was not the military uh -huh. parade. That was the salute to America. Wait, that no, these, no, two different events. I thought the salute to America was the military parade. No, we had, well, that was like a show of our military and sort of represented the same thing. But that was not what Donald Trump was talking about. That was, that's what it kind of turned into. But no, I'm talking like Bastille Day military parade. Yeah. Um, that's, and that was what it initially, but the salute to America, the 4th of July was an amazing show that, that was one of the coolest things that I've done. You were, were you there? No, I was, I was in Kansas city. I was poolside. I was drinking some beer, wearing a romper. I had an American flag headband on. It was one of my, uh, top douchey looks in my career, you know? And this is a man who has a douchey look on every day of his life. <laughs> Yeah, this was this one was pushing the boundaries, uh, uh, going somewhere we didn't even think was possible. Yeah, really thinking outside the box with that look. I'm sure it was. Uh, um, yeah, so you know what's what also some other new stuff going on. Um, this country is suffering uh, meat shortages uh, these days, or just regular shortages, just shortages in a lot of stuff. We're seeing. Um, you know, people, more than the toilet paper. That was that was uh, was weird. I don't know what. The yeah, that was a that was, was a about. fake crisis. Yeah, that there wasn't were, that was not real. Some people could go out and buy a bidet. That's what I did because 
Indeed, uh, we're bidet users, and uh, we don't. We did. We did not. We were not affected by the TP shortage. Not at all. Uh, but we're affected by other things. Like the, there are plenty of, of stuff at the, uh, at the grocery store that you can't find as readily as I couldn't you, find you could just like some basic mac and cheese. You know, like boxed mac and cheese today. That was a big problem. But I think the panic's going to set in for everyone the second that like we just don't have meat we're such a meat centric culture i mean jake how much how many meat products did you make this weekend oh yeah i have a i was yeah was i made some lamb the other day i cooked up a filet mignon today i i'm a meat focused guy for sure uh, but probably more I, I probably eat more meat than the average um consumer does especially in like this city but um jake's like, like arby's he's got the meats. I, I have the meats yeah <laughs> Um, you know, but we're, we're going to, people eat meat and we're, we're going to run out of it, uh, allegedly. Um, why, and why is that Thomas? What do you think the problem with that is other, other than the, uh, the, the, I get, you know, I don't even know why and people are not consuming more meat than they were. No, before. It's, it's, they're probably eating less. They're probably got, they, they've got a bunch of dry goods in their house from, from the, right. from the stocking up. Like what, what is causing this meat? The shortage? problem isn't a lack of demand, but it's something else entirely. And it's that the shutdown has closed down a lot of the USDA uh, approved meat processing plants. And the reason that's a big problem is it's not like the old days where you could just go to your butcher and the meat would get delivered from the local rancher to the butcher. And that's all that happened. Now there's a very small amount because the government gets involved that you have to take your cattle or your chickens or your pigs to these specific plants if it, if you want to sell at retail or to restaurants yeah, and well, stuff when, like and that. Yeah, well, when Thomas says government, he's generally talking about the different state governments. There's different rules in, in, in a lot of different states on uh, how to distribute uh, meat products. And we're talking these distributors are they're Tyson Chicken or uh, Cargill. Is, uh, the, yeah. I, you know, they're I've, actually talk, Did you know Cargill is the uh, largest private um, company? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, turkeys. They make wow. they, they sell turkeys. There's a lot yeah. of those in um, Missouri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, I know a bunch of people from my high school ended up working for uh, for a Cargill or a, or a Tyson. Wow. One of yeah. the, one of those guys. But that's because we're Midwestern. You know, we, we're farmers. We feed the world, and uh, we're having a hard time feeding our own country now. And it's it, it really is, does have a lot to do with these uh, processing companies. Uh, generally with uh, regulations, but also specifically this time because of everyone not going to work. Yeah, and, they're not, and, and oftentimes, they're not able to be and, and it's not the government shutting these down all the time. A lot of, you know, the, the, the recommendations from the state governors are, 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 let, are giving these, uh, the employers the idea that, that if their workers come to work, everybody's going to get sick, which is, could be the case. I don't want anybody Especially going I want these processing yeah, factories. You don't it's, want you're the, far more likely. If you're all those people in a room with all those uh, carcasses, It's that's basically how the disease they said started spreading in China was with the open-air markets in Wuhan. Yeah, Tyson plant is no nothing more than a wet market with air conditioning. So we, we, it, it, it probably is a good idea to stay away from that. And fortunately for, uh, for the American people, there's a plenty... Uh, there's plenty of good options um, that we could, that we could participate in to fix this. Uh, there's a lot of different legislation that goes through state governments. Uh, that that this actually gets brought up every year in Congress. Um, but a lot of states are are loosening their restrictions on this. Uh, some in the West, or the Midwest, um, and there's the federal version of it is called the Prime Act. 
with uh, uh, Thomas Massey, Thomas the guy Massey, who's big standing supporter. up strong. He's uh, he's a cattle rancher, just for fun, pretty much. He's, he's very very bipartisan too. Yeah, uh, the the bit the the bill is Massey is not. No, he is a <laughs> no he is a he's an, he's an American patriot for yeah. sure. Gun toting, he makes his own uh, electricity. Built his own ranch. He's got everything. Yeah. Lives off the grid. As much off the grid as as he can legally of course I'm a, I'm a big massey fan yeah. just so the people know but uh yeah so he has a bill basically to loosen up some of the restrictions on he, he thinks it's crazy that uh, your small town rancher can't just go deliver his meat to the closest processing site that he could think of instead has to go to a federally approved center it's, uh, as i said earlier it's not like the old days where you could just go to your butcher um but i saw last year wyoming Actually, not even last year, this year, 2020, Wyoming passed a few months ago, and they're the first state in the country to do this. They have a new process where to get around the guidelines, they're calling it like herd sharing, a herd share agreement. So say you want a steak from your local farmer in your restaurant, or you're just a man on the street, you want a steak. You can you want a buy steak in some steaks. <laughs> exactly. You can. <laughs> I want ten. Per, I want ten percent of that cow, and you can just make that deal. And now that you have quote unquote ownership of that herd or of that cow, you don't have to go through the same regulations. And so you can just get your meat processed any way you like it because now you're a quote unquote owner of the meat. And I think that's kind of like. There, I've seen a lot of deregulatory things going on during this crisis. And uh, Missouri's governor, Mike Parson, actually had a good quote on it. He's like, a lot of these regulations that we've gotten rid of, we should just keep them off the books forever. I think we're seeing a lot of things, especially with the alcohol industry, that we just would never see in a, in, in a normal day. That's yeah. another archaic distribution um regulatory scheme yes it totally is that the alcohol distribution is a big issue and so you know there are a lot of people worried about loosening restrictions like this because we don't know what's going to happen well now we do know what's going to happen nothing we, <laughs> nothing we, we me and thomas live in a city where now every product is direct to consumer in a way right where there's no more uh there's no rules for liquor. You know, people are people are are buying pre-made giant Capri Sun-sized bags of margaritas. The places. Fauci pouches. Yeah, and <laughs> and you you can just pick them up or have them delivered or whatever, right? And it's like super loose. It's almost like the government is just turning a blind eye to it all. I don't know. Like they could have done this before. Nothing changed. There was no legislation that said you can now do this. They nope. just are. Every, <laughs> every, everybody is, is doing it now, and it and it hasn't led to uh, a crisis. It might it might actually lead to uh, uh, a, a, an alcohol crisis uh, when we all come out of this and we we need our fix. But <laughs> yeah, everyone. <laughs> I, I saw the sales recently. They were up like. 20 plus percent for everything and the weird one was the the spirit that's selling more than ever right now is the only one i have not had i think during this quarantine and that's tequila that's right we haven't bought a single bottle of tequila we have bought dozens of bottles of whiskey and vodka and wine and gin (laughs) a lot of different stuff I, i haven't bought this much alcohol uh, even in my, my college whole life, days, really, I don't think I was I, doing this. I have not been to the liquor store this often in the history of my liquor buying. Um, and it, you know, we're not we're not really drinking it heavily. We're just like keeping it. We just have like an <laughs> we just, we just whenever have it, we whenever just, you need it. Yeah, we've got an inventory now of <laughs> uh, of liquor. 
Uh, which hey, you know, I, I hardly know her, but yeah, I even I even quit beer during this. I, yeah. I I saw my quarantine gut was getting a little too bad, so I just quit beer outright. Oh, and it is such a pain to get beer now because we got to go to the we have to go to the grocery store and we have to wait in line to get in with our masks and it's just a hassle. We got to check out the liquor stores over in Virginia are uh, much more you just convenient. Walk right you in. Just walk right in. They, <laughs> you know, we I don't know if they're requiring a mask or or what, but I, I've I've certainly gone to a liquor store in virginia without a mask on and nobody said anything um so yeah so that that's an interesting like change of of pace really just the 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 direct to consumer aspect of everything and the 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 um like imagination that that a lot of these companies have to uh to sell their stuff uh because they got to get it to the people and the, the people are not coming to them anymore because we're locked in our houses it's like razor blades right it's like whenever uh the yeah. Dollar Shave Club and, and Harry's and Gillette started started mailing mailing it straight to them. You don't gotta go to Target anymore. You just get it from the from the manufacturer. And so that's what they're trying to do with meat now in, in a lot of places. Uh, and like Thomas was saying that um, you used to be able to just go to your butcher and everything like that, and you still can go to your butcher. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. But that's if it's your own stuff. And so in my experience growing up, we always had uh, cattle that we used for our own purposes we did we weren't commercial farmers or anything but we did keep um livestock around to, to keep the freezer full and uh we've been sh- we've been sharing cows for years <laughs> yeah whatever we, we didn't uh, need a special term for it we didn't need anybody to tell us it was okay <laughs> but we weren't selling it though that's the thing right whenever money is involved then everybody gets all up in arms like but who cares and like, the only reason the, point of- <laughs> the feds can do it is because it's interstate commerce the the fact that that steak could end up on my plate in washington even though it comes from somewhere else or my turkey coming from missouri that's the only reason the feds are so involved and heavily involved in it because if it touches interstate oh they'll they'll have some rules and regs for it yeah and once again who cares they're, they're <laughs> totally missing the point right these like on like what the whole deal is with farmers you know they, they sent us in 12 billion dollars to the farmers this year like that is cool and everything but like what would really help the the small guys is like the big corporate farms are gonna be fine the small guys they need to get their meat to the kitchen table and if the distribution store and the grocery store and the guy that cuts it up and all of that stuff in between is closed they're gonna end up killing livestock that is perfectly fine i saw an article yesterday that that the the, these pig farms are having to put down uh fully healthy like normal just under ready Mm -hmm. to process pigs And, and like where are the animal rights people when we're talking about this now well really the reason that makes that makes this sadder than anything else is we see the lines of people waiting to get food or anything because now there's 30 million people that are unemployed that never had to take a handout ever but now that uh their livelihoods are just gone imagine how much good those animals would be doing if instead of being blocked from getting processed they could just give this meat to a different type of processing center or butcher and have it taken care of. And then now we could feed all these unemployed people, but Hell, instead they we're d- just throwing away animals. In some places they could even let, there's plenty of smart people out there in the rural communities of America to sell them the pigs. <laughs> right? They would know how to do like, it. They yeah. would be able to do it. it. Oh my gosh. It is so good to fish before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can, I can, I can cut up an animal. I know exactly what to do. If somebody who came to my house and dropped off a couple sows out there i i I let them i'd I'd feed them all up in the back the backyard Uh, 
Uh, freshly power washed backyard, by the way. We've done, done some great cleaning this weekend. Power washing um, really is liberating. You know, you just see all this dirt and grime. It, it makes you feel like you, you want to do a cleanse of your own self, too. You want to get rid of all the bad energy because you just see it wash away from your deck. Oh, it really was some 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 poor energy going oh, going away. Just the worst yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Years of neglect we, we took out with this power washing. I can't imagine the last time this area has been power washed, that, that back deck area. I didn't even know some of these um, tiles we had back there, what the true color was, and then it's like a bright yeah, pink. Yeah, it, like, it was all just a little Did gray. Did not know. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like we, had a, we got these like concrete tiles, and everything was just full of, of algae and dirt and it was just disgusting i don't know what was going on with it but now that's all cleaned up so i can take the pigs back there raise them cut them on myself totally not a problem or but, you know if you if if we would have kept that possum and we could have fed it peaches who knows yeah who would have if we if we could have predicted this meat shortage we we could have we could have just held on to that possum <laughs> Um, or, or even yesterday, or what was that yesterday? Yeah, the flyover was yesterday. So yep. yeah, yesterday, while that was going on, a dove flew straight into the neighbor's um, glass sliding door. Oh, my and gosh. Then, and just, it died. It was terrible. It was like, I could see yeah. the, the traumatized children. saw the children. whole thing. Yeah, yeah I saw the, their whole family came to the window and was just like... So sad because I saw it fly full speed. I was just sitting outside. I heard the airplanes a little bit, and that spooked the birds. And bam, <laughs> bam right there. You know, there must not be a single bird in Baghdad because of all that noise. I guess it was the uh, it was the plane noise. Just kind of throws them off. I don't know if it was confused or what, but that that. Maybe maybe they're on to something when they say the windmills are bad for birds. They are bad. For yeah, birds. it's the same thing, I guess. Um, I'm. I'm kind of pro windmill, uh, more or less. One of my favorite but, uh, Trump jokes was, um, "Honey, why isn't the TV working?" Well, the wind's not blowing. <laughs> that could be. That's the case at Thomas Massey's house. He produces all of his own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elon Musk has innovated that problem away with his uh, with his battery. Elon's doing a lot of innovating. Like, how do I take the most value off a company in history? And just he has absolutely lost it during this this quarantine. I think a lot of people are losing it, but they don't have the um, same profile that Elon has. I I don't agree with that. I, <laughs> I I'm a huge Elon fan. You um, can't just tweet the stocks just, are too high. No, I lol. Think that was probably irresponsible. But <laughs> but like. He's just—he's—it's like a joke. He's just trolls all the time. Have you seen his page? It's like—it's—it's it's full of, uh, of, of like inside jokes and like he make—he makes um. He he made like a marijuana joke uh with uh the stock price. He said like whenever it was uh four twenty four twenty, he's like, Oh man, our stock is so high. Right? Like he just he just <laughs> makes little jokes like that. And like that actually that one was that had the opposite effect. When he said that, then yeah. it went up to like a thousand dollars. But <laughs> but it's then it, then he said it was too high, which is probably right, because they're still not making money. But they can't produce you, you cars know. at nearly the rate that they claim they they want to or do no and it's i don't understand the fixation people have with valuing tesla where it's at it makes no sense to me it's the solar panels it's the it's not the cars it's the um it's the the solar panels that they sell that look like shingles and they they're uh they look like california shingles right they're like clay Mm -hmm. looking and orange um oh trust me i know about some roofing yeah uh okay 
I didn't know Thomas was a roofer, but um, I hardly know her. Um, the uh, yeah, so the the shingles uh, are the money makers for Tesla. Elon will even say, even tell you that it's the shingles and SpaceX, and like SpaceX is a different company, of course. But like Elon makes all of his money from things that are not the electric cars, and so everyone he, just knows them for their electric right, cars. Yeah, so he doesn't really care. And there's also he's got uh, I think there's a fleet of Tesla semi trucks. Or that that people use and uh, really I did not know about yeah this. and there's another one there's the uh, there's a competitor they have that I think they're calling the uh, like the Nicolas or something like <laughs> oh, that gosh. and uh, Anheuser Busch signed up on those uh, Walmart uses Tesla semi trucks and Anheuser Busch oh, uses my. the competitors I did not know this yeah yeah there's a Elon makes his money in a lot of places so he he's, he he can say whatever he wants on the internet and these people that are out there buying Tesla stock thinking. That like, at this at this price anyway, like they they shouldn't be buying it. it no, it, it is obviously too high. It's completely gambling when yeah, you're looking at Tesla. It's way they're, too high. Every it's so fluctuating. I don't understand it. Maybe one day I will. I want to short them every day, and then every every time I think that their stock goes up, and I I don't know. They're just not worth gambling on in my mind. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, so they, that's that's kind of the state of America now. Is we're all we're all just um, fight individual individual stuff. Is we're we're we're, uh, we're fighting to keep our 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 individual rights alive, and businesses are helping. Their 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 livelihoods are at stake, just like ours. Oh, yeah. I, they, so that everybody is kind of working together, but separately. It's interesting. It's very libertarian. This is the future libertarians want. No, um, no, 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 no. We want people. Well, free no, we and want we want people to go out and do whatever they want. I'm talking about. I'm talking about all the the lack of regulation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yes. Like there, all these ideas are are things that a lot of smart people have been talking about for a very long time. And there's and and the people in the that are that are making the decisions uh, have never been um, strong enough to do this because of the self and or because of the interest groups uh yeah, they want to block the everything. big the big companies right the big the big companies have been doing DT, dtc forever and they want to be the only ones that can do that they spend more money killing ideas and killing bills than they do on getting things passed that's what people don't understand about lobbyists most lobbyists just go there to kill yeah they walk into the room and they and they, they tell the person I was just talking to this congressman down there, and they're going to kick you off all this stuff if you uh, file this. And also, the president thinks so too. So remember that, and then they leave, and then the bill is done. Yep, like, <laughs> like that's pretty much it. Uh, so we're 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 seeing an interesting interesting time for for government intervention and regulation uh, in, a, in a lot of areas. Um, but uh, fortunately, Thomas and I are able to sit by and watch it from outside of the of the fishbowl because our our jobs are fine we have no reason to worry about our paychecks coming in uh so mm -hmm. i i feel bad for for the for the folks that have so to much that America wake up right every now. morning and oh. they have to decide whether or not to uh go to work and put their life at risk um and, and i think a lot of it a lot of these people you know they need the money and they also know that their jobs are vitally important to the yeah continuation of the Amer of america uh, and so so there's so they're, they're kind of patriotic in a way um uh, but i i think often they are taking some unnecessary risks to themselves yeah I, I'm, I'm not and again as i as i go back to i just want everything to reopen but i i know being in dc we're we're gonna be here a while 
We'll have more more podcasts. Thomas wants more every, songs. Thomas wants everywhere to reopen except for the place that he lives. Yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of bad. It's uh, <laughs> I'm like everyone else should go out. No, it 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 would be bad if everywhere reopened. But a lot of these states, like Montana, um, Iowa, never had a shutdown order. I just think a lot of these places, as long as you tell people to do the social distancing at all times, if as long as people will follow it. Most places are going to be fine. Most of Missouri, Missouri's reopening except uh, Kansas City and St. Louis and Springfield. That makes a lot of sense. I'm sure Columbia probably isn't reopening. Yeah, yet, Columbia's but. pretty dense. It, it's got to. It really. It, it has got to. This is the thing that's up to the governors of the states, and they 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 know the places that yeah. are most at risk and where people live and, and and what areas would be okay for people to visit it, it during this time. Uh, so what we really need to do is we need the governors to step up instead of taking sides and making this so partisan and either keeping it totally shut down or opening it wide open. There's a lot of there's a lot of room in the middle. There's plenty oh, of there's sure. plenty of daylight to, to, to find in there. Um, and, and I think we're starting to see some governors step up, but but generally not. Uh, we, we, it's time for a new thing. We need like a nut. We need to we need to reinvigorate this this process of, of, of opening and, and come up with a with a new solution instead of just pushing it down the road a little further yeah it was um, it was wild today uh uh trump was t- going on from the um lincoln memorial that was pretty pretty crazy i don't think was, i've seen that ever yeah that was that was crazy well that was where the salute to america was too it was wild um but yeah yeah trump Just did, sit down interview with fox fox and news mike pence was there and mnuchin too and they were all just feet apart from each other it was very bizarre scene super weird to yeah see. uh the whole thing was shut down for the public uh which it probably should know, be should yeah. be anyway after the scene on the mall uh, the other day yeah, with the should, flyover you should have seen that oh uh, yeah so you know don went up there and said said made a bunch of good points uh, and everything and some people are not going to like what he has to say as always um but I think if if you just sit and listen to, to to what he's saying and and what his advisors are telling him that that there are some solutions that that they're working on and they're and they're good ideas that not everything is bad. The best solution I've heard is uh, college football being in the spring and then the NFL still going on in the fall. I think year-round football. I like the little XFL thing, but if it's really like football that matters, like college football in the spring, I'd be all for it. I would love that, and I and I'm not a college football watcher, really. I, I hear you, you might be. If that I, I might be, but uh, <laughs> I think what I would really like is if uh, the NFL could could play on Saturdays, and so they wouldn't have they wouldn't be competing with uh, college football if yeah. It was in I'd the much prefer some Saturday games. Yeah, I would like I'd like there to instead of having um, like two rounds on Sunday and then Sunday night football, they could do the, they could just do one round and then have the other round on Saturday. Yeah. And I, I much prefer watching night games anyway. And the, the Sunday just drags on and on with all these games. Yeah. Three games in a row is a lot to watch. A little we too do much. it. You know, yeah. <laughs> a little too much. We, it's like golf. It's like golf. Love the watch. ideal golf watch game golf. would be 15 holes for me to play you know it's just a little too long the same with the three games on sunday yeah yeah there, there's a lot of a lot of things that that we would change if we were in charge of professional <laughs> sports <laughs> roger goodell if you're listening <laughs> yeah uh or also the major league uh, baseball players association well, of, mlb needs i have to do a lot of we keep... i got a lot of i got a lot of problems with the players union in baseball <laughs> we need to, as um, Bryce Harper once said, make baseball fun again. 
the there's so much good baseball happening right now and no one knows about it because baseball has just like lost its cool factor yeah and baseball was very cool um and the youth don't get it um but you know i just want mlb the show on the xbox (laughs) (laughs) that's all i want not gonna happen (laughs) sorry (laughs) okay everybody that was it uh good stuff today i think we covered quite a bit of a lot of ground really covered a lot of stuff on meat shortages and uh um, businesses opening and the new American ingenuity that we're that we're witnessing. It really is a historic time, and it's not all bad. There's a lot of good stuff coming out of this, um, and, and hopefully, by the end of it, we'll be able to uh, keep some of these uh, de- de- some of these industries deregulated in in this kind of soft way that they that they are now. Exactly. Um, so, uh, thanks for listening. This has been. Episode 12 of You Are Missing the Point. Point.